Welcome to the School Yoga Coach Podcast. My name is Molly, and I am a middle school teacher, a trauma-informed yoga teacher, and I'm the founder of the Instructional Yoga Coach Training Program, because we believe that every school needs a yoga teacher. Hello, welcome back to all you beautiful teachers out there. Um, I know you're working very hard to plan lessons for your students, either coming up or today. Um, And so I want to talk to particularly my classroom teachers today, but also to yoga teachers who are interested in supporting our schools and our teachers and our students. So one thing that I've been talking about in this um, podcast is integrating yoga principles with the learning process. That is why I created a training program for yoga teachers so that they can learn how to integrate um, the yoga that they know into a classroom that, of course, our classroom teachers know. Because I've felt that each of those groups of people, classroom teachers and yoga teachers, each of them have such wonderful strengths to bring to our schools, but they don't always work together. They they tend to be more disjointed, as I've pointed out in the past. So when I talk about integrating those two, I mean um, having the skills, the insight, and the, the toolbox to recognize the learning process, so what kids are doing as they're learning, where they get stuck along that learning process, and then how to offer strategies or interventions or supports to keep that process moving along when they get stuck. And that was what I noticed in my classroom and in my school the most was that it was clear, you know, that pretty much every kid gets stuck at some place, at some point um, along the way, along their educational journey, as well as, you know, in a class classroom or in a school year. And some kids were able to overcome that little stuckness, that obstacle, and move along. Uh, Some kids were able to respond to what I did. So like I had to do something as a teacher and I tried stuff. And so sometimes that worked with them and sometimes it, it didn't. And so then there are those students who it felt like every day they were showing up in my classroom stuck somewhere along the process And for a long time, I didn't know what to do. Then I took this wonderful yoga training over several years, um, read many, many books, practiced yoga with myself, of course, for myself, and then teaching yoga in a yoga studio or a yoga class setting. And then I started to make the connection and and see it in real time in my classroom. So I was like, oh, this is what I do 
on the mat with my students that I wish I could be doing right now with this child or these this class so that they could um, re-inhabit their body, so that they could develop more self-awareness, so that they could um, accept more curiosity. So whatever part that I felt that they were getting stuck at. So that's when I started, you know, applying some of the yoga tools that I knew into my classroom. The obstacle I ran into was, oh, I can't, I'm finding it difficult to do both of these at the same time. Like I want to work with the kids, but I also need to teach the skill, you know, the English or social studies skills. And so, um, that's why I created the training, right? I thought, oh, if only I could bring some of my yoga teacher friends into my classroom with me. But I realized real quickly that they didn't necessarily know what it meant to be working in my classroom with the content that I'm teaching. But they knew how to teach yoga if the kids were, you know, if we stopped the teaching part. So ta-da, <laughs> I created this training to integrate those two. And I'm going to preface this by saying it's not easy. And we know that if, if, especially if we are yoga teachers, we know that the, maybe doing some yoga can be easy. Some postures are easy, but the, the journey of it, the process, the change that occurs is not a quick and easy and simple thing that that takes time and consistency and a lot of compassion. So, um, I want to talk now about what I see as one of the best ways that we can integrate yoga into our learning processes in a way that I think my teacher, my classroom teacher friends will understand. Um, so we know as classroom teachers, we know that um, if we work in a public school, for sure, that we um, are obligated to provide a free and appropriate public education for all students, right? That we can't pick and choose and we can't, um, we can't charge more for a better, you know, for, I don't know, better education or something in a, in a free, in a public school system. We got to teach everybody and we got to make it accessible and appropriate for all of them. So one of the things that we've adopted over the last few years is um, the multi-tier the MTSS. I call it the multi-tier system of support. I've seen it written a couple of different ways. Support system, it doesn't matter. It's the multi-tier. So it's three tiers, a three-tier system that supports the academic development of kids as well as the behavioral development of kids. We use that MTSS, that multi-tier system of supports, to plan for our entire school, for our entire classroom, for small groups of kids, as well as for individuals. And that's what that tier system is all about. Now, typically, as a teacher, as a classroom teacher, what that means to me is uh, from a behavioral standpoint, and I think I've seen this in many, many schools, that what we've kind of adopted for like universal 
behavioral uh, supports for students would be something like the PBIS system, the positive behavior incentive system, right? Where we're rewarding kids, we're teaching them what we want them to do and then offering rewards. So that's one thing. Um, and then we, we might move that up. So that's our tier one, move that into tier two and say, yeah, but some kids, even though we're reminding them and rewarding them, they're still struggling to remember, you know, I don't know, to bring their materials to class or to not run in the hallways. And so we might have them participating in a daily check-in with a teacher or a mentor or something. And then we might have kids who are still struggling. And so we might de design either modification of those skills or instead of a daily check-in, it's a class-by-class -class or hour-by-hour check-in, or it might be more unique, individualized rewards for that student. So that's how I've seen uh, the multi-tier system of supports work to support that behavior aspect of it. And this is what I want to kind of focus on because the yoga principles um, address the behavioral process, but they are also a part of the learning process. So if we go back to using the MTSS for academics, tier one is like, okay, pretty sure all of the kids here are going to learn this thing, right? This, this main lesson that we're going to be teaching. This is what I want everybody to learn. Um, but some kids are going to struggle a little bit through... I don't know, maybe some comprehension. So I'm going to design some lessons specifically to reinforce um, comprehension for a handful of kids. And then I'm going to have one or two kids who even with that support are still struggling. So I'm going to design another additional support or maybe have another person come in to work one-on-one -on -one with this student or perhaps um, offer an additional study classroom resource time with either me or a specialist, right? So that's our academic MTSS. Well, this is what I'm talking about with a school yoga coach. We integrate both of those. We put those together. We do not separate them out as drastically. And so Instead of a yoga teacher, come, like I've said in the past, instead of a yoga teacher coming in and just doing a yoga class and then leaving, you, you as a classroom teacher or as your school can utilize a school yoga coach who's specifically trained in this to develop, to work with your team to develop a multi-tier system of supports based on mindfulness, based on mindful movement, based on um, bottom-up processing, all of the things that I've talked about that we focus on in our instructional yoga coach training. So what would that, what does that mean? What would that look like? So if I were your school yoga coach, and if I was going to work with you, A, I would love it, would be awesome and amazing. So reach out to me if that sounds fun. Um, but I would come in and I'd work with your school or your uh, SEL team or your, your grade level team and say, hey, 
we know that if kids get to practice and, and teachers get to practice a yoga flow, that there are many benefits in that, that they develop better self-awareness, they develop emotional self-regulation, they develop um, a, a higher level of interest in the world around them, they increase their their uh, balance between their so, their uh, sympathetic and their parasympathetic nervous system. So that's what, the, and that's just a few of the things that come out of a yoga class. So one thing I would offer to your school or recommend is that, hey, let's start every week with a half hour or 45 minutes of yoga, a yoga flow, a yoga class for kids. Not optional, not after school, not part of your PE. This is literally to get your week started. First thing in the morning or as soon in the morning as we can schedule it, that I will work with your students and be like, hey, let's do some fun yoga flow that I know that I've designed specifically to help with those things that I've already mentioned. Okay? So we're getting all kids at the beginning of the week, plugged in on that um, social, emotional, or neurological uh, balance, right? In a balanced state of both alert and calm. And we start that flow, we send kids off to class, and we know that that will work for the majority of kids. That what that does, we know this, whether it's uh, an adult or a kid that when someone leaves a yoga class after participating in it, these, um, these will be the effects on that. Now, it won't last forever, not promising. That's why it's not a one and done, but we know that's a great way to start the week. All right, great, wonderful. Everybody starts like that, but is, does that mean everybody's going to be <laughs> balanced and focused and alert? No, of course not. So after I'm done with my Monday yoga flow with you, I would come into your classroom. I would meet with your PLC and say, hey, so going forward, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, do you have any activities that you're going to be doing that you know that a bunch of kids might struggle with and you'd like to kind of fine tune um, their preparation for that? So let's assume that I have some kids who really struggle to focus when they're going to start reading, okay? When I'm about to give them a, very, a focused reading time, which means they need to have enough alertness to keep reading, but calm body to stay still. They need to um, be engaged with it, right? As well as um, be able to kind of re bring their self-awareness to the task in front of them. So what is the most efficient way of doing that is, work, is working on the breath. So I would say, hey, why don't I come in on Tuesday and Thursday this week and I will, you know, pull five or six kids at a time and I'll just do some a breathing practice with them before they're going to start their reading. And let's see what that does. And once again, we know the effect 
that focused breath work has on the nervous system. Now, is that going to work for everybody? No, I'll probably still have a couple of kids who have um, greater concerns than just, and I don't mean just, but then being distracted or being still being kind of wiggly. We might have kids who are in a kind of consistently anxious or consistently agitated. So one of those two states that they, and usually this is due to external factors as well, right? Other things that are going on, that would be our high risk students. So rather than offering them an incentive, I'd be like, hey, I would like to grab a cup, you know, these couple of kids from several classes and they're going to get their own special yoga um, pullout in a way or intervention of about 15 to 20 minutes. And it'll be specifically focused on the concern or the need that they have. So for example, if it's six or eight kids that struggle with high anxiety, then I'm going to grab those kids and we're going to do a 15, 20 minute uh, anxiety reducing yoga flow or yoga postures or yoga and mindfulness um, actions, activity. On the other hand, if, if they're kids who are um, consistently lethargic, disengaged, okay, we know that that is not because they're just lazy kids. We know that it's, it's also part of the nervous system. So I would design something totally different for those kids. And I would want to work with them on a weekly basis. So I want you to see how much influence and impact one person could have on your entire school by offering a weekly yoga class to everyone. And that might be all at once, but it might be, okay, I'm going to do first, second, and third graders now. And then, you know, half hour later, I'll do fourth, fifth, and sixth graders or whatever, however your school is set up. And then the rest of my time is to, is devoted to working with your teachers with their specific um, needs in the classroom. So that's what I would, that's one recommendation that I would make, okay? That's, there are many different ways you can set this up and that's why it takes a partnership. That's why you need a yoga teacher as part of your school team. And that is why, um, you know, that it's it's fine it's great if your school yoga coach is also a certified teacher then they can also do some of the teaching can't they but i'm going to tell you you don't need a school yoga coach as part of your teaching staff you could i'm not saying it's a bad idea at all but for many schools they're like yeah we're not necessarily looking to add another person to our teaching um, staff. And sometimes that's budgeting reasons. Sometimes it's just, you know, a district policy. But you can um, invite someone in as a consultant, as a model, 
as a, an assistant, um, as a community mentor. There are lots of people who come in and work in, with schools who are not on the teacher payroll, correct? Yeah, lots of them. And I'll tell you what, a lot of them are, are paid to come in for a couple of days in the year. Yeah, that includes yoga teachers. A lot of schools say, well, we'll pay this yoga teacher to come in once or offer an after-school yoga activity without really using them in their school. So I'm, I'm going to ask you to think outside the box here. And it's honestly, it's not that far outside the box. It really isn't. Um, I know that schools can be a little rigid in their thinking sometimes, but I, I believe we're at a point in, in our history that um, it, is, it does not serve us to hang on to rigidly, hang on to what we did in the past. We are at a place where we have to think creatively. We have to think from a community standpoint. And I'm going to say it again. We have to think from an emotional management standpoint first. Because none of the learning, none of that high-level learning that our schools want to do, none of that's going to happen if we can't address the um, emotional and mental struggles that our students and teachers are still kind of caught up in. And they, we know it because they're feeling it in their body, they're expressing it in their body, they're expressing it, their fear through the words and through their actions. And we have to address it first. And that's what the, um, the yoga part of this integration does. And if you're uncomfortable using the word yoga or your school administration is uncomfortable with the word yoga, that's fine. Um, there, are, there are lots of things in yoga that also show up in, I would say, physical therapy, occupational therapy. I'm not saying call it that, but all of those are under the umbrella of mindful movement and body-based awareness. So mindful movement means I'm moving, but I'm paying attention to what I'm doing. And body-based means I am noticing how I feel, what my sensations are, and how those sensations are connected to my emotions and my thoughts and my actions. Um, so real quick again, if your school embraces the multi-tiered system of supports, my um, people who've gone through my instructional yoga coach training, it, whether they call themselves an instructional yoga coach, a school yoga coach, an SEL instructional coach, um, a mindfulness coach, if they've gone through this training, they know how to integrate and how to build a yoga program following the multi-tier system of supports and integrating it with um, the learning process, okay? I really encourage you to take advantage of this now, to try it, to try it. Just try it for a year. Partner with a local yoga teacher. Hopefully, they've already gone through this training, but if not, get them, in, get them enrolled. Say, hey, you... You're a yoga teacher. You know how to teach yoga to kids. I like to pay 
for you to go through this training and then work to support our teachers for one or two years, whatever commitment you want to ask from them um, for, you know, uh, helping them, supporting them through this training. And then see what happens because my... <laughs> Everybody's different, and we know our world is in, in flux, but based on research and based on the science behind how yoga impacts our nervous system and the learning process, I, I would imagine you're going to see some big success in a year, not in a class, not in one yoga class, but over the course of a year, and even maybe even over the course of, you'll see things in, over the course of a month or two for sure. All right. Um, so if you're interested in that, reach out to me. I've got all my contact information in the show notes or www.schoolyogacoach.com. Um, and like I said, reach out to your local yoga teachers and make sure they've gone through this training so they know what you're talking about. Because if they haven't gone through the training, they'll be like, I don't know how to do that. So <laughs> um, we want to partner up together. All right. So many great benefits that we can bring to our students and our teachers, even in a time of such confusion and fear. You guys, we can do this together, all right? Please take care, stay well, and I will talk to you later. Bye-bye. Hey, thanks for joining me um, on the School Yoga Coach podcast. If you'd like to learn more or um, check out some of the resources that I am sharing with both teachers and yoga teachers, please visit www.schoolyogacoach.com. Stay well, everybody.